And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. There you have it. There you have it. How are you, folks? How are you doing? It's me, your lovable friend, Spike Ferriston, up in his office. I have this uh, little office above the garage at my house. Um, I set up a little podcast studio up there. It's really not much. It's a little recorder, the H4N Pro. Ordered some swing arms off Amazon. Got my bag of mics. Don't have Zuckerman. Maybe I'll call him to check in with him. Um, And we have Rob Cordry. Rob Cordry, aside from being the super funny actor, comedic actor, that we've grown to love, Ballers, all sorts of other shows. I can't keep track of his shows. He's, he, he seems like he has 10 shows. He also happens to be the host of, or one of the three hosts of Top Gear America, that new Top Gear America crew. Is it Top Gear USA, Top Gear America? Don't know. Uh, Dak Shepard is in it. Uh, anonymous British guy, who I can't remember his name, sweetheart guy, though. Uh, Johnny Lieberman's former partner there. Um, and our friend Rob Cordry. Um, and Rob is, uh, like many of us locked up in his house (laughs) with his family (laughs) and, uh, waiting for this, uh, humanitarian disaster to either wash over us or disappear or whatever. But here we are today. Here we are today. Um, I'm going to post this show right away. So if you're listening to it right now, just know I recorded this yesterday, Tuesday. Um, and, uh, so those are the, the, I know this is a fast moving story with conditions changing constantly. But it was yesterday. Um, I'm going to pull uh, Rob up on the Zoom app that you've heard so much about. All our kids are on them going to school. All our friends are checking in. Uh, I'm going to try to keep going doing this podcast. Um, not sure that's going to happen, but I know I have at least two more shows. I've got Rob today. And I have a show I recorded last week uh, with the uh, iconic motorcycle auction guys to bring a trail of motorcycles I'll give a little tour for that next week and zuckerman and i sat down at bills back when you could sit down at bills what a week ago two weeks ago i don't remember but a man that's that, that feels like years ago and uh you know we got a couple good shows today included so i hope you're all doing well i hope everybody is uh staying in washing your hands you know as uh, car folks, as car folks, we are uniquely suited to still enjoy our passion, right? Now, again, follow your own rules. But here in L.A., you can get in your car by yourself or with someone you're in quarantine with. You can go for a drive. And, uh, you know, the roads are open. The canyons are open. And, you know, you roll those windows down. Here, it's it's been pretty cold and rainy, but but we had one sunny day. You roll the windows down. At least for about an hour, 45 minutes, things feel kind of normal. And you kind of feel okay. And then it's back to the madness. <laughs> but um, then you can come home. You can get on eBay Motors. You can get on Bring a Trailer. You can get on Iconic Motorcycle Auctions. You can go to Classic Driver like I do. Maybe if it's warm enough, you can sit in your backyard, have a cigar. And look for cars. Maybe you can even buy a car, have it shipped, and then drive that car. This is not golf. This is not tennis. It's not baseball, basketball, any of these other sports. Now you know why you chose cars. Because cars never. And let me repeat this, folks. Cars never let you down. They break down, but they don't let you down. And in this moment, have some gratitude like I do for this ridiculous obsession, stupid addiction that we all have, that people give us the side eye and roll their eyes about when we tell them how much we love cars. Look, we have cars. Most of us have cars right now to take us for a ride in the middle of this madness. Well, I'm going to just call, I'm going to cold call Zuckerman and, uh, and then we're going to have uh, Rob Cordry come up pretty quick. Um, but let's just try this. I can always edit it out later if it doesn't work. He's always good for a laugh. We'll check in with him. Um, if he doesn't answer, uh, he, he could be dead. Here we go. I don't know, does your iPhone do this too? It just takes a second to make the calls now. 
You press. Okay, there you go. There's two rings. This is like old-fashioned radio. What could he be doing? Hello? <laughs> Zuckerman, I'm recording yeah. you right now, so be careful. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What should okay. I be careful with? Okay. <laughs> All right. That was like <laughs> Dean Maroney's impression of you. Okay. Okay. What are we, what are we talking about? Let's talk about <clears throat> what should you be careful about? Don't say anything racist. Don't say anything horrible. I don't say horrible. racist shit. I say horrible stuff, but don't ever say, say racist stuff. I say horrible stuff. Oh, okay. Great. Don't say horrible stuff. I'm uh, about to talk with Rob Cordry. I know you're in the office, but I was just checking in so the listeners could uh, say hello and hear how you are. How are you doing? Um, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. It's trying, challenging time, but all in all, it's not that bad. Okay, I'm scared. I don't want to go into the supermarket. I don't want to be around people. Um, I had to lay people off. Things are in shutdown, but it's you know, it seems to be you know we're we you know tomorrow will come. Don't you remember the end of the Poseidon? There's got to be a morning <laughs> after. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, that's exactly what I was thinking about the end of the Poseidon <laughs> Adventure and Ethel Merman's husband and yes. <laughs> Ernest All Borgnine with a Dutch oven treatment. Oh, yes. Dutch ovens. <laughs> you know, winters. Our, our buddy Jason Bateman bought uh, that house, the Ernest Borgnine house, I'm pretty sure. The Dutch oven house? So he could reenact the whole experience <laughs> if he wanted to in his bedroom with his wife. We should get him a sign. We, why don't we get like a, like a nice wood sign that says Dutch Oven Acres and, and put, it, put it up in front of his I think house. he would appreciate that. I'm sure yes. someone's going to tap him on the shoulder and tell him that. And you can tell him we're going to get him that sign made. Dutch, Dutch Oven, Oven Acres. Acres. Yes. <laughs> I think he would truly appreciate that. Um, Ferriston, you had a for once in your life. Once. Well, not once, but... But, you know, once, yes, for once in your life, you had a great tip. And that was Tiger King. Tiger King. Yes. That's the best tip of all time for me. Netflix has a show called Tiger King. And it is the most inspiring <laughs> documentary I've ever seen. It's Florida Man on steroids. It is absolutely bonkers. It's about the, this guy with his homemade zoo with tigers that he breeds the competing zoos and a murder. And I got to tell you, Zuckerman, I watch, I watch this guy and I want to be the tiger King. You know, we're, we're not the same sexuality. He, he, he prefers men and I prefer women, but the life he has, and I haven't gotten to the murder yet, by the way, but he's got a life. Do you know that when I watch anything that takes place in Florida and I see these people without their motherfucker, Oklahoma? No, but there's a but the other places in Florida, Florida, right? The cat ladies in Florida, the cat lady in Florida. But this guy is a Florida guy. You're right. He's in Oklahoma. But the, whenever I see any, I feel really comfortable. <laughs> I feel at home with my people. Why is that? I don't know. But, you know, every, all of his lovers, they don't, they don't have teeth. Why is that? Oh, those are his lovers? Some of those guys. Yes. Well, I think, you know, <laughs> dental isn't a priority in, in that well, place. I, yeah, I did I notice there were a surprising number of people without teeth. Yes, they would. <laughs> but nobody, you know, healthcare. You, nobody can get healthcare anymore, Zuckerman. We can't That's fix true. our teeth. Forget about healthcare. Dental is even further out. So, yeah. but it appears that he is, and I can relate to this. He's a collector of misfits. He, he is. is. I saw that too. And, and he and he's made his life with these misfits. But it's the guy in South Carolina. Tell me, he has this guy in South Carolina who's a competing cat guy. Who's on Letterman? Was, yeah, he really reminds me of the Matt Farah of Big Cat. The way he fast talking, fact filled, uh, all sorts of, of data points. He facts, figures, everything about cats. Very Matt Farah in his delivery. He and also had the, the assholish, and not that Matt Farah is assholish, but he had that assholish quality of, 
just point the camera. I'm going to do this. He's, he's, he's directing the shoot. And the guys who made this doc, you know, very smartly went along with it, but then left all of his direction in to really out him as this control yes. freak idiot. Yes. It was, yes. it was great. I loved his eyes. I didn't see Matt Fair in it. Yeah, but I guess his knowledge of I just liked it, the very they had me in the very first few lines of this when they said the monkey people are a certain way, you know, the pet people are weird, but the lion people, they will stab you in the fucking back. They're shit bags. Right. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then we all start off with the snake thing. The tiger people. Thing five years ago, right. the, the documentary guy and the guy comes in and buys a steak and says, guess what? I have a snow leopard in my car. <laughs> <laughs> That's his entry point into this insane insane world of cat people yeah but the great thing about the cat lady she proves a point is she was a cat lady from birth and i think we go back to the nature versus nurture i think there were cat people who were nurtured as cat ladies right she was born a cat lady she said she never had friends as a child she had two imaginary white cat friends. right but now she's part of the rescue Right, but she's but is she but is and she then she's selling control? tickets to shows the same way he right. is. Yeah, she's doing the same thing now. And what's the crime here that he tried to have her killed? Yeah, yeah, she was a pain in the ass. I can relate to that too. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just with a difficult woman, you just have to. You know, what? Go with it. That's exactly what I was talking about. Be careful what you say, Zuckerman. Please be careful what. Look at you laughing. <laughs> Shoot women. <laughs> he is. Uh, you know, there's there are a bunch of amputees. There's a woman that works for the Tiger King that has no arm. Right? She just has yeah. a, a kind of psoriasis oh, stub, but yeah. it, it's not explained. They are. They are a camp of misfit pirates, and you kind of really like everybody. You would think you need to have limbs to work around big cats. Yes. I want to also, I mean, I'm, you know, I, they're going to shed all this stuff down, and as they should. This is a horrible life for these tigers that they're breeding, you know. But what a what a visit that would be. Going to see their rinky-dink show when he enters on the elephant and he comes out and there's stupid jokes that they say to every crowd, you know. And then they laugh. It reminded me. It reminded me. You know what it reminded me of, Zuckerman? What? It reminded me of a Vegas show. You know, right. one of those shows where they do three a day, and all the jokes right. are planned, and there's no emotion, and it's kind of on autopilot. The By host, the yes, yeah, yeah. Everyone except it's got tigers in it. And then <clears throat> I also love that they keep having these these testimonials to camera where they go. Tigers are the sweetest things in the world. And then hard cut to the guy being dragged by his leg by the tiger. They, would, they wouldn't even dream of touching me. Ah! Ah! And he's, that is making me yes. laugh nonstop. The stupidity yes. of, you know, it's, it's like that bear guy that went out to the woods with the grizzly yes. bears. And I named have a them special dumplings. relationship with bears. Yes, I, your face yeah, I have a special relationship with them in that I am going to be their food in two short <laughs> years. <laughs> their food. We're going to become friendly, and then they're going to eat they're me. Eat me like honey, <laughs> <laughs> like honeycomb. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, you sound good, Zuckerman. You sound in good spirits. I'm thinking um, maybe, maybe this weekend we'll do a live, uh, live Instagram thing. Why not? We, we'll sit outside. We'll just turn on a live Instagram and answer some questions. You can sit uh, six feet apart from me. Why not, right? Why not? And I will tell you. So I told you the other night, I, I had a great time. The tribes have been great, haven't they, Thurston? They're unbelievable. They're unbe yep. It's the one thing we can all do right now, at least today, is take a drive by ourselves and enjoy ourselves. And, the, and I was and, saying earlier, Zuckerman, to our listeners, uh, aren't you grateful for this hobby? that can do this at this moment. This is what I got. This is all we have. You That's can even, you can search for cars, you can buy them and you can drive them or you can just get in your car, any car and take a drive right now, put a good song on the radio, roll down the windows. And take a drive. Take a I drive. I drove your former 73 RS, the yes. Dangerino RS. I told you, I drove it out to Malibu on Saturday. Sunday, I came back in the driving rain and it was such a thrilling ride 
and there was nobody on the roads. It was terrific. I was so happy. And, and as frequently happens this morning, I got in the car to drive it. I went to put the window down and the window would have rolled out. Now it's not electric. It's a crank. And I couldn't crank down the driver's window. And it, it turns out the, the, the internals, the regulators broke. But somebody called the regulator uh, in, the, in the hand crank window. When I have to get the whole internal assembly, why? Tell me something. Why does shit break like that? Why does it, you have a great ride and then something breaks? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I know that now we're noticing these breaks uh, at home here and in the cars more because you have to bring someone into your life, right? Normally, right. you would just say, hey, Euro spares. Who are those guys next to you? What? Yeah, what? Superformance, super right. Performance. You just go, hey, go over and, and fix it. But that's just the nature of these things, you know? You, you, you got to you gotta work on them. You got to keep them going. They're old. Keep you and I, going. you know that I've been running cars through, or was, until we had to stop to Anthony Lehner at Exotic Car, getting all of our auto body stuff done. We did the Why 99. Why would you have to stop? We did the 992. We uh -huh. did the. Oh, Moise screwed up the GT2 RS that's got a brand new chin spoiler on it. And the 87, which had. We found some damage from the meth head. He wasn't as good of a wheeler as we thought. <laughs> he had a little curb on the rocker panel. And and that getting is getting fixed. So uh, I don't know. Is he working or not? He was, Zuckerman. He okay, was. Now but now with the new orders from the city. We are all staying at home, and we're abiding by that. Okay, auto repair is an essential business and is exempt. In fact, the right. auto repair guys, the auto repair guys, are busier than they've ever been because wow. that's all people have to do is to turn their attention to these things that they have been neglecting or waiting to do. Right. So I get it. But I'm yeah, trying not to spread a virus that kills a bunch of people, and I don't. I'm, I'm trying not to encourage our listeners to go out and start fixing cars right now. It's well, not not the right idea. Says, Superformance says they're very busy, and the Hungarian oh boy. said that he's never been busy. Oh boy, well, that's, oh boy. that does not bode well. Uh, check out those numbers I sent you this morning, Zuckerman, for week oh, twelve, which we're in outside of my office, and I'm going to have to explain to them. Uh, if they're coming in here, that I am an essential business, so I'm preparing for their visit. They're, they're coming there. right now? Yes, they're coming right now. I, hey, Zuckerman, before you go, I, I wouldn't bet that this is about the virus. <laughs> it's probably something else you've done in the world. All right, go go deal with the police. See you this weekend. All right, talk to you soon. Bye -bye. Stay safe. Bye. All right, it's time for Watch of the Week, sponsored by our only sponsor, Crown and Caliber. Hanging in there, ladies and gentlemen. Crown and Caliber, single-handedly keeping Spike's car radio afloat while uh, everybody else is uh, quarantined and shut down. Crown and Caliber is still in business, buying and selling watches. I can just go right to their site. This is so much easier to do, Watch of the Week. Let's find Watch of the Week live, shall we? I'm on crownacaliber.com, the smarter way to buy or sell watches. They have, uh, they're still in business right now. It says right now, we are still buying, we are still selling, we are still doing it all. I'm going to go to, let's see, brands. Let's let's find a Tudor watch that we can make watch of the week at Crown and Caliber. Um, what I like to do is uh, then, once I get all the results up, I sort by price i go to the highest i like to start up that way oh boy <clears throat> i can see six watches of the week right now but i think i know what i'm gonna pick all right here it is crown of calibers watch of the week is the tudor heritage black bay but not just any black bay edition the green herod's special edition Okay, if I'm, you know, remember, I'm not a watch expert, but I believe this watch was put out by Harrods, uh, the department store in London, you know, that goofball place where rich people go. They made a special edition watch that has a green bezel, and you guys know I am on a green kick right now. I already love the Tudor Heritage Black Bay. It's one of the most usable watches. It has a humility to it that Rolex does not have. I have the plain Tudor Black I wear it everywhere. It's perfect for everything. This one has a green bezel. 
And right where it tells you how deep you can take it, 660 feet, 200 meters down, that's written in green, too. Crown and Caliber has not just one, two of them! So go to crownandcaliber.com. They have a huge selection of watches, not just Tudor. They have Omega, they have Rolex, they have Tag Heuer, they have everything. They specialized in new-looking, pre-owned, beautiful things. You know, I'm not going to blow these other Tudor watchers, but when I sorted, I saw a bunch of old stuff, too. So how about that? Crownandcaliber.com. Check them out. All right, let's go to Rob Cordry, who's waiting for us on Zoom. You like that? That was my radio guy voice. Rob, how are you? You really set that <laughs> intro up. Turned out to be not much <laughs> No, I've done – the show will be stitched together, but I've already been chit-chatting for a while, done a phone call, done some uh, sponsor reads or one. And okay. uh, you – you know, I've had a bunch of these Zoom meetings, and I'm sure you have too. This was the fastest uh, – actual meeting to start <laughs> did you have any trouble kind of getting onto the app or signing no up? no not at all and this is actually the most pleasant experience i've had on zoom so far speaking of which who are these zoom people and i mean you can't really uh, uh accuse them of profiteering it's like they're it's a free thing but yeah, um they're making you know, money right all the weed i got in the playground when i was a kid <laughs> the first time <laughs> what what is your quarantine like what is rob cordry's quarantine like first of all i, I it appears as i look at you you're in a, a simple wooden chair but with a blackboard behind you is am i correct is that a chalkboard <laughs> he's, he's leaning over and <laughs> now he's drawing on the chalkboard <laughs> <laughs> and he answered, yep, with an exclamation point. Unnecessary Backward. exclamation point, by the way. Are, yeah. what, is this your home that you have this chalkboard? Yeah, this is my office right here. I'm in my uh, garage office. As am I, ab- above my garage. But why the giant chalkboard? I don't know. I thought it'd be cool. I was like, um, you know, I'll, I'll, that's where I'll put all my ideas. I'll, I'll board stories in there. I'll break stuff down. The only people that use it. Uh, are my daughters <laughs> that would make me nuts i don't like the sound of chalk on a board it makes oh, me really? crazy yeah. yeah no it's stupid i mean if if i had it to do over again i would have put cork <laughs> up there maybe or just just a wall um all right let's talk top gear and everybody's d- tired of the coronavirus but you know i'm sure it's going to come up over and over again i'm i'm more interested in top gear america first of all congratulations <laughs> thank you that's very exciting. You know, if you guys missed the announcement, uh, Rob Cordry is part of the new Top Gear America, um, scheduled to launch in spring, I think, but who knows? It might be delayed. Yeah, well, <laughs> we don't know. You're there with our buddy uh, Dak Shepard. That's right. He's uh, he's uh, you're, you're the other guy. And then you have... Jethro Bovington. Oh, Jethro Bovington, right. Yes. Wow. Uh, car Did... people probably know him as one of, I think, the best car reviewers working today uh does a lot of work for motor trend who's a a producer of the show and and just freelance does a lot of stuff the guy he's like um you know he's 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 the encyclopedia i mean dax knows a lot i know enough to get me on the show but jethro is like (laughs) you just he'll tell you the right answer like um I wasn't sure about what a limited slip differential was when I first got out of the show. I was just like, whatever, it's the thing in back. Um, and uh, <laughs> he'll know that stuff. So it's handy. He's a good guy, too. How many episodes have British you been? British fella. Yeah, he's uh, he's our, another Chris Harris, right? It seems That's like right. they're putting together mm-hmm. a format almost like the one they have in England. How, yeah. and, and now, uh, how many episodes have you guys shot? How many have we shot? Well, we just got... We uh, we've been home for a week. We got called off our shooting our fourth and fifth episode. So I think we're halfway done with four. And is the plan to continue? Or are you going to keep shooting? Oh, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I just got an email from one of the guys there, sort of the the, the car producer. He's the guy that does all the like uh, booking all the cars and stuff. And and I had uh, sort of chosen a car for an upcoming challenge. And he was like, "We got it. We found one. Here's a picture of it." sending my guys down right now to check it out. And I was like, were you fucking monster? What are you talking about? 
it's a forerunner is not worth it. Stay home. <laughs> well, I guess most of the stuff is shot with you alone in the car, right? So you don't have to yeah. worry. Are you worried? Do you worry about such things? I mean, we've none of us have been here before, especially on a shoot. No, I mean, I like was... I didn't get you to come here and record here in my office. You were like, I'm not going over there. <laughs> <laughs> Go to hell. Uh, I, I, uh, I was very worried, as a matter of fact. And I felt like um, I mean, everybody was definitely being very safe there. We were in very remote Texas. And when we weren't in those remote areas of Texas, uh, we were we I was just self quarantining in my hotel room, lysoling everything twice a day. Um, but yeah, we were. Um, I, I was basically. Uh, I mean, you know, it, it, we all wanted to get the the episode right, mm-hmm. but I also wanted to get home more than anything. And, it, and it's been seven days. Uh, I'm fine, and for the most part, I know at the 14 day incubation period, but. Usually, if you don't get it after five, you're good. So I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. Now, now. Get, getting home from Texas, did you drive back or did you get yourself on a plane? Almost did. Uh, they had actually set up um, an AMG Mercedes AMG for me, beautiful wow. car GT, and uh, I was psyched to drive home. And my wife was like, "You're crazy. <laughs> Why?" It's actually way safer to fly. You want to go through rednecks, redneck towns? Yeah. You know, buying Doritos and filling <laughs> your tank with gas with those people that don't even believe this is happening? Totally. I that's so the exa- been, I've already thought I've already thought about that, but I thought it was the beef jerky that would do me in. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> well, that's infected with you know i would uh, rather be wouldn't you rather die in that mercedes amg was it an amg tc like that that new yeah Yeah, i just drove that car it's amazing and i had just been lent that car for a weekend yeah uh, a week ago a week before and oh my god it's such a great car so when you get on a plane take me through that because you know i've been out we're gonna post this show tomorrow so this is the current state it's tuesday we're in day whatever things have just gotten a lot worse but I, you know, when I have to go to for supplies, which I like to do with or without a plague, I'm the guy who likes to get in a car and go to the grocery store. Sure. There are moments when you're in that grocery store that you feel a little panicked, where you just yeah. you feel like you're doing something wrong. I can't imagine even a week ago getting on a plane and standing around people and waiting to go through security. Take me through that. What was that like for you? Did you um, wear the mask, first of all? Well, all right. So we were in Steamboat, um, Colorado, oh a couple of days before that, and I had severe altitude sickness. Yep. So you know, I was a little freaked out by that because I was compromised. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I took the short flight um, from Denver to Austin, I definitely wore a mask. We all wore masks. We all had what Clorox wipes and wiped down everything. I didn't touch a goddamn thing. Um, and it was miserable. It was, I mean, it was a miserable experience. And then, you know, uh, luckily we booked a, uh, flights to Burbank, uh, which if, you know, for your listeners that don't know, it's a glorious airport, yep. uh, tiny right near my house. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I felt a lot safer laying yeah. there than LAX. And here you are and you look great. You really do look great. I'm, you I'm have actually... the, the best zoom face of anybody so far that I've seen. You look I just healthy. noticed the thing on settings, and I haven't touched this, by the way. It says, like, fix your appearance or, like, sweeten your appearance. <laughs> it does? Yeah. Go to settings. You can, like, make yourself prettier. Oh, wow. I don't want to end this by mistake nah, nah, right don't, now. Don't and I, I would I love to do that, but I'm a mess. I mean, you don't have, obviously have to worry about the haircut issues that I'm having right now. Oh, no, I know. Which is no I haircut. I mean, boy. Yeah, I mean, you guys should just—you should just shave it now. All right, let's let's talk uh, talk Top Gear America again because okay. it's Spike's Car Radio, and uh, I don't know how much you can say or not say, but what can you tell yeah. us about what's coming up? Are, do they have a muzzle on you right now? Can you? No, I mean, what to, can you yes. say? I mean, it's sort of just understood, I guess, okay, and, and also I don't want to give away anything. Okay, because... well then, then let's go back to how does this start for you? Were you surprised you got the call to host this? Um, yes and no. Uh, yes, uh, because I'm always surprised when someone wants to hire me for anything. <laughs> that, was like, that was a nice thing. Um, 
Do you but know I that been, that I was it? asked to submit some ideas for hosts and you were on my list? I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying that it was but, me, but you were listen. one of 30 people I said. <laughs> 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 but I said but I thought you were right at the top. I thought this guy's you, perfect for it. He's funny. Anyone that's ever said the word car in your presence. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you are a repeat guest on Spike's Car Radio, and you're also a huge comedian and comedic actor. You've just got everything they'd be looking for. Well, sure. And I've been planting, you know, your podcast, uh, it, 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 for example. I just sort of been unconsciously been planting in the media my love of cars, hoping, mostly hoping that someday these, these, uh, Companies would be like, well, let's start giving them cars for the weekend. And that never happened. But even better, Top Gear called. And, you know, luckily they were they, they kind of wanted to shake up the format a little bit. They know that the show is all about the hosts and their interaction with each other. And, you know, Dax and I, uh, they didn't have to think too much about that. And, um, and Did you know Dax well? That, what's that? Did you know Dax well? Before. No, no, no. I, we had met once or twice before, um, but I was a big fan, you know, and 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 I um, and I knew, uh, you know, the the times I had met him, I was very confident that we were going to get along great, and we have. Um, but um, I, they were sort of hiring me specifically because I'm not like uh, the most knowledgeable guy. I'm more like the audience, someone who would watch a car show, like a true enthusiast. I'm like, if Dax is the, the gearhead and, and Jethro is the, um, you know, Hemmings auto guide, I'm, I'm the pig in shit basically. <laughs> and, and, and so have you been surprised so far by anything? I mean, I know you mentioned the altitude sickness, but when you shoot these car yeah. shows, there's an awful lot of surprises Awaiting the old men like us, like the yeah. like the amount of seat time and what it does to your back, like the passenger ride with a camera yeah. in your face and uh, the wanting to vomit a lot. You know, the, what the what is drag? Yeah, the biggest. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. You're up. The biggest drag of this whole show has been. I, I do. I don't know why I didn't even think this was going to happen. Sitting in an awesome car that you never would have had the chance to drive in any other situation and you're waiting for them to either close the road or set up the shot and you're sitting there for 20 minutes with a camera on you alone and you're like i, I just start shooting this shit with the camera i don't know if any of that's going to make it in but like it's just it's maddening to be at the the helm of this yeah. spaceship and not be able to drive it um so that yeah, that that was something. Well, but, now uh, you're going to get any press car you want. This is how it starts, you know. Well, I was like you, like I I I worked hard to get these press cars when I was not really had a, I didn't have a foot in the world of cars or automotive. Yeah. But I did get one. I think one GT3 back in the day, and I think Jerry okay. helped with that. And I took it up north for the weekend, and I couldn't believe like press car. It's all about. And then Car Matchmaker came along, and I had. Oh two on top of three or four in the driveway and i was like this is a good life life is good, so good. this <laughs> and, is why we did this this, this is, is why we did all this exactly yeah. uh, you know now they're all shut down i just had a bunch of stuff canceled yeah. but um hopefully when this is over they you know they all they all come back but you have to be super excited now you, you reached out to me not long ago about storing a car what what yeah. what did you have did you finally get a buick grand national no, I've been I've been sort of rethinking that. I mean, it's still my favorite car, and I'm sure it will show up uh, in Top Gear America, if not this season, next season, because I won't shut up about it. Um, but you know, I I was doing some more. I was looking into it more. I actually talked to Leno about it, who's just he's just not that crazy about the car. So he was. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, you drive that thing. It just you know after a while, it just kind of looks cool, but it doesn't drive cool. It's it. Oh, it's from 1987, you know. What did he say about it? I want to know. What? Well, well, I, I, I asked him. I, I, I called him out. I was like, "You hate that car, don't you?" And he said, "Because I saw him on an episode of the show, one of the shorter ones that you know he's got online." I saw the guy brought in that the only unsold Grand National 
uh, in the world. Right. You know that thing? Yeah. And it just, they just tried to sell it again. And you can tell the guy is so emotionally attached to it. It's never going to get driven or sold. It's got like 20 miles on it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he brought it in. He's so proud of it. And Jay's walking around like, okay, all right. And he's like, let's look under the hood. And you can tell the guy's like, <laughs> every time Jay gets near the car and they look at the engine and then Jay goes to shut the hood and the guy, you could see him like just every muscle in his body clench and Jay slams the hood. And the guy's like, oh, like he shits himself. Um, and uh, you could, so I knew right then I was like, ah, oh, he doesn't like that car. That and, is uh, funny. But he, but then I told, you know, like the interior's garbage. Uh, it is way overpriced for what it is. And I think I've been looking into T-types. I think if I go the Buick, 80s Buick route, it might be a T-type, which is arguably, some some argue, a better car, you know? You can take the boy out of Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't take the Massachusetts <laughs> out of you, Rob Cordry. He calls me. He calls me. <laughs> I, I agree. I don't know. I... I, I... You know, everybody knows I, I want one old kind of American muscle car. The 80s would be awesome. You know, that yeah. would be just fun to have. Well, that just, would be the one. I like the smell, me. but I I lean more towards the cheap sedans that only my dad could afford, right? That That's oh, yeah. what, if I'm going to time trip, I want to time trip back into that kind of family car that I used to hoon around town and wreck. Well, well see, you're that, and that's why you're a real car guy. Like, I have noticed, this is one thing I learned very fast is that real car guys have come all the way out on the other side and they're buying like Roadmaster wagons, <laughs> you know, uh, like Dax has this amazing Roadmaster that he has tricked out. Like it's the fastest car you've ever mm-hmm. seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous. This stupid Woody wagon with gold rims and uh, it's beautiful. And so like now I start, to, I'm getting that. I'm yeah. like, no, K cars aren't weren't so bad. Uh. No, you're trying to buy. I'm always trying to buy an experience. I'm trying yeah, to buy yeah. a feeling, and it's always about the drive. And you know, I was saying earlier in the show, driving is not letting us down right now. Driving is something we can all do. Driving is this singular activity and this thing we love. We can get out on the road, and you can forget yeah. what's happening in in the world for like thirty minutes. I had a great drive over the weekend that. That really, it helped me get through the day. It was such a you know insane day with all yeah. the news. But the driving is here for us, and with those, yeah. you know, I, I'm like you. I'm one of the. I'm an automotive enthusiast. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a writer. I'm not quite interested in limited slip differentials or how engines work. I like the way these things look and the way they drive. That that's yeah. me. And you know, like you, we're also we have another foot in the world of entertainment. My passion kind of lies there as well. So yeah. you know, I'm Same. always. <clears throat> you know, I like to be reminded of being a kid or getting something new and, and have this new experience and make some new memories in it. But yeah, Roadmaster, that, that's an interesting idea. And that can even be my, uh, we were out riding my little taco mini bike of, uh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, and that was awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> I was, um, I bought recently, I think I told you this, I, I got um, around Thanksgiving, uh, 78 280Z. Oh yeah. And, when I picked, when I got the car, it was delivered. I got in the car and I almost started to cry because it smelled just like my 1975 Ford Pinto wagon, you know, right. it smelled like my first car ever, exactly like seventies mm-hmm. cars, mid seventies cars have that smell. And, um, Oh, it's so great. Have, um, I, have any of the other top gear hosts or grand, uh, grand tour hosts reached out to you? Have you heard uh, from anybody? No, uh, Dax knows one of the dudes from one of the past versions of the of the American reboot, uh-huh. uh, and I think the one I don't I I don't know, remember his name, nor would I say it because I'm going to sort of um uh he said um hey one thing he warned Dax one thing I I warn you about they don't care about your safety <laughs> that's good. And so Dax was like, ah, shit, well, neither do I. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would. That's good. No, that's great. Because now you're going to get to have some fun, right? Oh, yeah. You yeah. might get hurt. You might Richard Hammond and go off a cliff. But again, well, I mean, good definitely TV. There are, we get risk assessments, you know, and, and they're pretty 
detailed and kind of scary sometimes. But like, um, I know. Tell what me, I'm wait, wait, but with, let me interrupt you, know? you there for a second. What is when you say you get a risk assessment, right? We have yeah. the thing. We're racing through the the, the, the Malibu canyons. You sit down for the production meeting, and it's a piece of paper that says, here's your risk assessment? Yeah, I get it emailed to me. There's a risk assessment, and then – and it's like – it's so scary when you look at it because it's all color-coded. And it's like a risk of collision, red, severe, <laughs> uh, th- you know, risk of this, severe, dying, diving off a cliff, severe. <laughs> uh, but then they have a following page that says – here are the steps we've taken to lessen the risks. And now the risk has dropped down to a yellow moderate, you know, <laughs> uh, which is once I learned how to read those things, I was fine. Do you have to sign that document and send it back to them? No way, man. I'm signing shit. So this is just to keep you calm. Right. But in the I moment, it's when you paperwork for the lawyers, basically it is, but you yeah. haven't, you're not in the moment. Then when you strap yourself into the seat, do you get a little scared? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, my first day, uh, I was driving a, um, I will say I can't get too much away, but a car that I love, but handles like garbage, Mm -hmm. really fast down narrow streets around impossible turns, and I spun it around. Um, And it was terrifying. (laughs) Like, I I, I almost hit a fire hydrant. it was the, like the first thing I did and I was, I was shaking like a lead. you know, that it's a scary yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And so that I started there. <laughs> That's how you started. So they're like, Oh, dad, uh, Jethro's going to teach you how to drift now. And I was like, all right, how far away are the walls? Uh, okay. We're good. I get, okay. But I'm still like, I mean, at least I'm trying to be conscious of some semblance of safety, you know? Yeah. But don't worry about the cars. That's what oh, the no, cars are for. We're, right. dist- we destroyed so many cars. <laughs> really? Oh my God, How many so cars funny. have died in the making of they're Top like, Gear America like, so far? Four episodes in. I can say uh, definitely uh, three Three have been crushed. Um, <laughs> sent right to the crusher. Uh, three, we took out three pretty nice trucks. And after 20 minutes of driving them like maniacs, uh, there was something wrong with all of them. Wow. And uh, what happens so, in that situation? You have mechanics there, you're going to fix it, or you just, they get sidelined and you move if we on? We can't drive it, yeah. 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 Uh, but if we can drive it, who cares? And you where know, have just, you guys been shooting? All across the United States? Are you staying in the Western Hemisphere? Is it? Yeah, not yet. We haven't, I mean, we're still only, I mean, this is episode four out of a scheduled like 24, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, we are. We've been to Steamboat. We've been to uh, uh, Texas. Uh, there was there there are plans to go other places uh, internationally that are, are of course way up in the air right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I hope we get to do them. You know. Um, also, I think we're going to be traveling to some releases too. Some like um, you know. If, uh, if you do go internationally, those streets look pretty open, though. I mean, I'm just saying, it's, it's not driving India. Like, <laughs> put my producer hat on here for a moment. There's not yeah. much risk for collateral damage on the side yeah. of the road. Yeah, so sure. Yeah, in Rome, we're gonna like uh, close down a street in Rome. You can close down anything, Trafalgar Square. It's all yours. Sure. It's, it, it's all yours right now. Oh yeah. I'll wow, this is exciting. Here. This sounds great. This show I, I, sounds great. I'm excited about it. It's also like it's also very stressful uh, mm-hmm. because um, you know people are very fond of saying I'm I'm gonna I don't need a challenge, man. You know, and but really they don't define what a challenge is. And I think of a challenge as uh, something that is within your ability, but maybe just on the other side of it. You know what I mean? Something that will be hard to do yet. Uh, um, it it might be beyond uh, what you think of as your capabilities. And this is definitely that maybe a step further <laughs> beyond my <laughs> capabilities. I'm, I'm not as good a driver as an experienced driver as those two guys are. So, um, And how is, it, how, how is it working with the challenges? Do you have a showrunner kind of charting stuff out and writing it out? I know they're going to leave a lot for you guys to improvise in there. Oh, yeah. They give us uh, – they actually give us – 
full scripts at the dialogue in which never gets said. Right. Um, <laughs> it says right on the front page, like hosts will make the dialogue their own. Right, right, um, right. But we also have a lot of input into the show, which I think is smart of them. They're very collaborative and they're, you know, they want, they know the show is based on our interaction. And so they want to interact with us as well and make sure like, they're not just like making stuff up. You know, if, if we are trying to prove our car is better than the other two, if we don't believe it, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to make a case for it. I'm going to say no Dax's is better. And so they're wary of that as well. And, uh, and the, the show, we're trying to make it as honest, uh, an unscripted reality show as, as was the original. Do they give you makeup on a show like this? Do you put makeup on your face? He's drinking Sorry, from I'm a... just taking a sip of water out of my motor trend. <clears throat> wow, that's a nice motor trend mug you have there. Yeah, they give me makeup. Um, <laughs> I, I, I didn't take it the last two episodes, though, because... I was always curious about that. Do you just... I, I don't I think most of the audience cares, but, you know, it seems like they like you more run down and kind of chubby on those shows, you know? It depends. Like, I don't shave, really. Uh, that's good. I'm but... just more clean-shaven now than I am on that show but even I, uh, that you have to keep track of continuity if you're shooting out of order right yeah yeah for sure and and the the problem is i don't know if you see it here he got a little glow this is he pointing to the top of his head yes and he's yeah. got oh. a nice shine there yeah so that's gotta be taken down a notch <laughs> if you powder that glow <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah. When i got onto the daily show way back when they had to relight the entire studio because <laughs> they never had a bald man underneath the lights. Yes, you're double screwed. You've got the glasses and the <laughs> shiny ball. I, I deal with the glasses issue. Someday soon I'll be dealing with the bald head issue. Um, yeah, sooner the better, man. You don't need that stuff. Forget it. I don't need the hair? Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Can't uh, even imagine yeah. what you go through. Well, now nothing. I don't go through anything. I wake up. Uh, yeah. I don't shower. I don't work out. I work out. I just keep going until someone complains that I smell. This, uh, you know, it's funny. There are some nice things about this quarantine, though. The The amount of people walking. Mm-hmm. Do you have lots of people walking? Yeah, like families out my, walking? Uh, too much for my comfort. Uh, have you been yelled at walking, yet? Walking is supposed to alleviate stress. <laughs> And if I got some bozo running at me, not even worried about, you know, she's about to brush my shoulder. Like this is this walk is a is a wash. So <laughs> I think I'm taking now to walking um, maybe later on, like after dinner or uh. something when it's dark and, and, you know, the street's a little bit more chill. What about the dog? Do you have a dog? No, no. Because there's an interesting moment. We went for a walk this morning where the two dogs want to hang out, and everybody's like, "Well, do they get oh. to? Do they get to lick each other?" <laughs> oh, there's God. so much misinformation out there. Oh, you just stress me out so it's much. It's so crazy, right? Oh. And then no, um, teach those dogs to shit in the toilet. <laughs> I let the dog uh, hang out. The, and then the number of people who believe that this is blowing around uh, West L.A. in the air, that someone sneezes and it carries for 10 miles in the oh, air. Really? That's what they think. They Because there's this. there was this study done about hospital uh, uh, surgery, surgery rooms, right? Where things could potentially be aerosol. The virus, when you cut into the... It could be aerosol in the room, so how long does it stay in the air? Right. right in a surgical suite before we bring in the next patient right and it was two to three hours that somehow seeped into with our clickbait media it's in the air for two to three hours so now uh, there are people walking around here they won't even leave their house without their mask yeah. and by the way don't listen to me but it just my what i i'm a pretty smart i'm reading a lot of stuff yeah I don't know. It, it, this was about sing, operating rooms, not about you walking around yeah. in, out in the open air. I can say with confidence, the one place <laughs> this thing isn't is airborne. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else you have to worry about. Well, it is when the, someone sneezes in your face. Yes, okay, air, that's it. Six feet away from a sneeze. <laughs> I give it 10. Forget this six feet. That sounds arbitrary to me. I give it 10 feet. It's not, it can't fly. It's not a magical creature, this virus. Don't you, do you keep thinking about Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm? Because I can't stop with this. You know, if someone dies, 
you don't have to go to the funeral. <laughs> you don't. You can't go to weddings. Yeah. We just want you yep. to stay inside and watch TV and eat. Yep. I it's, thought of that too. I, it's you know, it's very comforting to me to keep getting these instructions. Weirdly, yep. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, like, um, <laughs> you know, like maybe we can finally do away with just physical intimacy altogether. <laughs> like, yes. Want to have need to shake your hand? Nope. You know, I don't want to go to. I don't have to go to your dinner party now. I don't have I don't, to do anything with you. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You can just sit right where you're sitting right now. Yeah. Every time this order gets tighter and tighter, I feel safer and happier. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, yes. This so, is, I was joking about this this morning, actually. Like, all I've ever wanted is for my world to shrink down into nothing. <laughs> of course, I would have rather it had gotten this way without mass death, death. And, a, and a bottoming <laughs> economy. No, no. You know, the comedy world processes things differently. We, yes, exactly. Uh, I, I think a big part of this audience kind of thinks like us. I know my uh, co-host, yeah. who's still alive, I think, um, uh, he, he he's the same way. Um, yeah, how's he doing? Have you spoken to him? Uh, we just spoke to him, but I haven't recorded it, so I don't know what he's about to say, but he's good. He sends his <laughs> respects. <laughs> but I, you know, my money's on him in the death pool. He's in the office. He's in the office. He sounds working. like a, he sounds like a, oh, he's in the office. He's in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's oh, forget. But it. he cleared out the office. He got rid of the employees. He made the place his own. But he's got a grind. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's trying to figure out how to make a living here. And you he's know? a younger guy, right? He just only sounds like a seventy-year-old man. <laughs> he's one month younger than I am. One okay, yeah, month. That's what I thought. So he's I, a younger I, guy. <laughs> but he sounds like like two Lewis Blacks. Yeah, you know? like this. I don't know what I'm going to do, Spike. Stay away from me. We went for a drive over the weekend, um, and he stayed in the driveway. But he stayed oh. like 50 feet away from me. Good. And I said, Good. you got it wrong, buddy. I'm staying away from you. You don't yeah, stay yeah. away from me. I'm staying away from you. You're clean. He's a dirty bird. <laughs> He's a dirty bird. But we took yeah. uh, the 73 911 RS out and yeah. uh, my GT2 RS, and it was magical. It was Glorious. a magical time. I listened to your episode uh, driving your first drive in the Taycan. Or his oh yeah, especially. yeah. Uh, what I, I I I've never wanted a car more after listening to an episode of a podcast. <laughs> oh really? Like hearing him convinced? Yes. Like he was like, "Oh my god, this is the best. This is it. This is a Porsche, and it, and it's and it's uh, electric." Like I was, I was getting, I was getting hyper. You know, it, it affected me emotionally. We were both blown away by that car. Um, I can't wait it, to drive. You it. know, car and driver said the third fastest zero to sixty time they've ever recorded, <laughs> behind the nine eighteen, and I think it was a Huracan Performante. But uh, yeah, oh quite a stat, huh, for an electric yeah. car? That's um, that's something, man. That uh, I I I, did, I can't wait. I well, can't wait. There, um, unfortunately, Porsche has closed down. <laughs> They're not making cars yeah. right now, like everybody yeah. else. Listen to this. TMZ right now, uh, mm-hmm. LAPD is saying, uh, park wherever you want. No one's going to tow cars. No one's going to write you tickets. If you have five or more unpaid parking tickets, don't worry about it. Uh, if you have, If your registration isn't paid, don't worry about it. The yeah. only thing they haven't said, because I, it's very unwise to say it, but I, it's Front implied. Uh, that that's one. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna have the speed traps out. I, you know, right about that. Because I was about to head up the two when we get off this call. And, Where, uh, why? Where are you going? Nowhere. I'm oh, just gonna drive. You're just gonna go for a drive, right? Hell yeah. I don't I think gotta, my. I, but Dotson's old. I gotta drive. I gotta let her run every once in a while. You know. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that too. Just you saying that makes me want to do it too. But I, I think we've got kind of some free reign. Don't, don't do anything stupid. I saw an idiot <laughs> in some tricked out 996 doing about 120 on Sunset here by no, Redwood. No, no. The thing is, is that you, you go have fun and and maybe feel the freedom of there not being a, 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 a possibly not being a speed trap. But also, you don't want to hurt yourself to a degree. Where you have to go to a hospital, exactly, because that fucks everybody else up. Yes, just... every yep. time I cut vegetables, I'm like, oh, I'm like so <laughs> slow, and I'm like, don't cut yourself because you're pulling out your Boy Scout handbook and self treating. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I my boys were climate. You know, my wife is homeschooling them. I'm helping out as much as I can. But they have this recess where they try to kill themselves. We've had canoes in pools. I, I, I saw two kids on one swing trying to do a flip, and they're not getting the message. That my if- girls, my, I have two girls, man. They When they have free time, they're like crafting. They're <laughs> crafting. Boy, that's nice. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, today we went for a walk with a gun and a sword. So that was quite a little show going. <laughs> Wait, you don't usually walk with a gun and a sword? <laughs> I had, I didn't have the gun or the sword, but no. <laughs> the sword was a gladiator, Jeep gladiator sword that they sent sure. me with my name on it, where the end of the sword came off, and mm-hmm. James was pretending it was a grenade. So he would try to slay Jack and then, wait, wait, then wait. blow up the body with the grenade. Back up. He had a sword, a wooden, but he was pretending it was a grenade. A sword grenade. So it's a big wooden oh, okay. sword that turns into a grenade. It was quite a good oh, show, a actually. I actually. He is. I enjoyed the show. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. Let's just uh, segue. I just want to ask you a few showbiz questions, all right? Yeah. How many shows are you on? I can't keep track of everything at this point, but you're not <laughs> just doing Top Gear America. What else are you doing? Um, well, the, we, we finished shooting the unicorn, the season CBS. just wrapped up on CBS. So I think that's in reruns now. Um, medical police on Netflix, uh, which is the spinoff of a show I created children's hospital. Um, oh, yeah. that's still up there on Netflix, uh, doing really well. People are loving it. Um, how many half an hour sort of, um, it's actually about viruses. It's about a virus that is a pandemic. It's sweeping the world, and our two doctors have to figure out the cure. <laughs> I, it's crazy. People have accused us of like using it as, you know, like we knew the virus was somehow coming, and a year and a half ago, while we were writing this, people are finding. Why are you winking at me when you say that? Uh-huh, huh? You just winked video at me. Off. Video off. Video <laughs> off. <laughs> what? Um, so wait, with that show, what? What's the budget on that show? I remember your children's hospital. So I mean, this- it's like not. I mean, we were children's hospital. I don't even remember. It was something like. I think. I think it was. I, I don't even. I don't even remember. But it was Net- so absurd. Netflix gave you some money to shoot how many episodes? Now Netflix gave us about the equivalent of what Adult Swim, a half a network, gave us. For- <laughs> For but, a fifteen-minute show, they and they left you they, alone, right? They just said, but, "Go, yeah. go I mean, have yeah, fun." Yeah, they left us alone, and they had good notes. But um, you know, nobody's paying. You know, Netflix somehow got this great reputation for <laughs> for like ponying up HBO style. But uh, yep. you know, they're no. just like everybody else. It goes to Dave Chappelle. It all goes to Chappelle. It all goes to Chappelle. He's got all. He doesn't the dough. appreciate it. So, are you going to make more of those? Um, if they let us make more of those, we're going to make more of those. We're waiting to hear. I think everything's sort of in a, you know, stalled right now in terms of, uh, pickups because, you know, like the unicorn, we were talking with the cast. I was talking with the cast uh, the other day and we were all like, it's a show about neighbors helping neighbors. I mean, I can't see why it wouldn't get picked up. And I was like, yeah, the only problem is, will there be a CBS at the end of this like everything is up in the air man the, you know? they were already hurting all yeah, of these networks were already done and now TV doesn't make money like this right is terrible when i uh, watch when i watch all these guys doing their shows from their living room and 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 in their heads they're going look at how re- resourceful we are i'm in the network i'm hearing them in my head going let's just keep doing it from the living room absolutely. <laughs> right they're not that coming back look at how much money we got rid of all the brick and mortar we could just <laughs> jimmy fallon your new show is in your living room yep enjoy enjoy it have a good time that's the way show business thinks yeah it's exactly you're exactly i mean it's it's funny, but it's it's that's the way it sort of happens. That's right, and they're they're messing with us. So, anyways, man, I my Zoom window is closing. I want to thank you. Hey, I want to congratulate you, you on um, all of your work. We're all well, pulling for Rob Cordry and Dak Shepard and Jethro Bovington on Top Gear America. The show sounds pretty amazing. I think they did a great job with the cast. Um, yeah. I get it now. I get the show. And uh, I, I want you guys to stay safe, but I want you to finish these episodes so we can see them. There's no spring. release date, right? It's, it was supposed to be spring, no. but... Yeah. Now... So it was supposed to be spring, but now, you know, it's probably up in the air. I don't know. They're, they're still bullish, but um, we'll see. And you, uh, 
Thank you for still doing your podcast, man. I, I don't know what I would do without it. It's, I, I just love, uh, I love it. And it's, it's great to talk to you too. Um, to, I've not spoken to anyone face to face. Yeah. For this, a while. I have a big um, windscreen blocking my face, but here, look, before, there. <laughs> uh, before, uh, it, you know, that, that isn't my immediate family. So this has been, this has been cool. Thanks for before having me. Before we go, I, I, I'm just now remembering someone messaged me when I posted, you were going to be on the show today and said, uh, he does a killer Weymouth. We're both from Massachusetts, but he said, you do the best Weymouth Massachusetts accent. Close yeah, us so, out with that. Dude, okay. First of all, they ain't no, they ain't like a Weymouth accent. All right, <laughs> who is that? Who was that? Was uh, was that Sully? I have some oh, motherfucker. That, I, I don't know who it, it was. Probably, it some was probably some chocolate Chinese Sully. <laughs> Chinese Sully. Funny story about him. He was uh, he wanted to be a cop, uh-huh. but he lost his uh, trigger finger. Come he on. lost his trigger finger. He can't be a cop, so now he's a roadie for Metallica. What the? What's this fuck? Is he supposed to do with that? It doesn't matter. He's better with Metallica anyway. I guess. I don't know. I don't like Metallica. <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> That's the way my mom says it. All right, man. That was Rob Cordry, and this is Spike first, and then hopefully we will see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. See you, my friends. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.